Today on Digging Deeper, we join Doug Greenwald, the Senior Teaching Fellow at Preserving Bible Times, and we discuss the topic of barrenness, as in childless. Now, Doug, Sarah was barren, Elizabeth was barren. That was a really big deal, wasn't it? Jim, it's huge. As Zachariah and Elizabeth ended their wedding festivities, I'm sure many attending would have wondered just how many priestly sons would be born to this couple. Of course there will be a family. Then Luke surprises everyone in verses 6 and 7 in chapter 1 when he informs us, Both of them were upright in the sight of God, observing all the commandments and regulations blamelessly. But they had no children, because Elizabeth was barren, and they both were well along in years. To first century Jews, this is an inconceivable outcome. You can't be barren and blameless at the same time. God just doesn't bless people that way. Everybody knows that. Or do they? Over the decades, Elizabeth's growing sense of rejection and humiliation made for a deep sense of shame, which she acknowledges in Luke's text. To her clan and community, only one conclusion was possible. Elizabeth must have offended God in some way, and he was punishing her for her sin. As a result, she would have been treated as a social and religious leper by her culture. Reinforcing this dogmatic perspective was the teaching of some of the rabbis who held that if you were barren, we know God doesn't like you. We'll deal with more of this in our upcoming Advent series, but for now it suffices to say that this word barren comes with a whole host of contextual implications. And Doug, once again, we learned about understanding a concept or a word in context. Thank you very much. To learn more, try a visit to the website, preservingbibletimes.org. And be sure to listen next time to Digging Deeper.